it all began? Was it time that we asked for? Or was it anything to feel complete forevermore? Wanna see myself like I used to back then But every time I turn around I'm in L.A. again Don't take this for granted That's not how we did it, I know We're tearing these pages Before we get to watch it unfold Yeah, it's the long road What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to At Large Bid. This is our fourth episode? Fourth. Fourth. The Kenyon. I guess that means... Kenyon Martin of oh, At Large Bid. Yes. I guess this means we're a real show now since so we've done more than three. And we've had a couple more listeners, too. Yeah, so. holla. Everyone, thanks for uh, giving us a shot here to talk some college hoops. Uh, you know, if you're list catching for the first time, I'm Tim Daniel. I'm Ryan Lester. If you're not catching us for the first time, I'm Tim Daniel. I'm Ryan Lester. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about the week that was college basketball as we've officially wrapped week one. Um... Before we get into that, I want to go ahead and get some shout-outs real quick. First off to Xavier University for giving me a media credential to catch Saturday's game against Evansville. Close one down to the wire. Um, really had a lot of fun there. I was always do covering Xavier. And shout-outs to have Montgomery and Catering. So those who don't live in the area, Montgomery and is on point. Mm-hmm. Shout-outs to Northern Kentucky University for always giving us that nice media credential. And to the Horizon Podcast for having me on last week to talk Northern Kentucky University basketball. So appreciate it. And also, of course, if you want to check out 48 Minutes shows, you can check us out 48MinutesNetwork.com. You can get all of our previous episodes in the past. And um, you can also check out all of our cool articles, which we had a couple this week, especially some game pre- uh, game recaps that Sean and I did. So with that being said, Ryan. Yes, sir. Um, I think tonight's the night I can go ahead and admit it. I've been like on the cusp for a while. Hold on. Are you sure? Yeah. I think okay. I've known for a little bit now. Okay. Um, this isn't. I know. Because it's just it's taken a long time for me to succumb to this and Ugh. accept it. I'm glad I could be here for this. Yeah, and yeah, I'm really I'm really glad you're here. I'm here for support. I think I'm a. Oof. I think I've become a Michigan basketball fan. Oh, oh. Oof. God, saying it is just it has to hurt. It was weird. It has so to hurt. I knew this probably about last year. Okay. When they were in the tournament, and like I can tell, like I bet you a lot of people that know me are just like click. I mean, yeah. <laughs> unsubscribe. It's yeah. a lot, Tim. One star review on iTunes. As <laughs> if me not giving kudos to Duke wasn't. You know, I think we're just being journalists at this point, right? I would, professionals is what I like yes. to call it. Yes, yes. So, for what I'm talking about, so tonight, we're getting a lot of crazy, crazy blowout games. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing Romeo Langford put on a show, which we'll get to that too. Because Romeo nice. Romeo dumb nice. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, so Michigan... Had the national championship rematch tonight. They went into Philadelphia. They played the defending national champion Villanova Wildcats. And they beat them up and down the courts. Charles Matthews continuing his regional most outstanding player performance from the tournament last year. 19-4. and On not good shooting, which is all over the place. Yes. Dude, he like had, yeah, I mean, he was, he had no turnovers. (laughs) And three block shots. Charles Matthews had three block shots. And um, Iggy, as the kids call him, because we are going to be respectful and not try to pronounce his name because we can't yet. We will butcher it. We'll yes. get it down, though. The freshman forward, 18 and 7. Mm-hmm. Um, they got you know, Swaggy Pool with 7. Simpson, 9, 6. And 4. Yeah. All right, man. So 
I don't think this team's as good as last year. Obviously, losing Mo Wagner and Duncan Robinson can really hurt a team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really impressed. They went in there and they didn't just win. They busted them. They took it to them. And they, like the second half, you can kind of tell they kind of took their foot off the gas pedal. For sure. Which um, is, I've noticed that's been a problem with all of these teams this year. Yeah. Everyone's just kind of, we got a lead now, so let's just kind of coast. Yeah. And like, I love John Beeline. Mm hmm. Like, I really am glad he stayed in Michigan. Cause he's so he's, tough. Yeah, he has he, some chances to go to the NBA. And I think in our little preseason thing, we even said they're a tough team. You know, they always they always are hard-nosed. Yeah. They hustle, and clearly they play defense. <laughs> right. Because they held Villanova to win. Well, they have 18 turnovers? 19. 19 turnovers shot, tonight. They only shot 32% from the field and 20% from the three. And they won by 27 on the road. For Like, to win in the road in college basketball is so hard extremely hard and like especially a place like that mm-hmm. oh and like i asked you because i didn't get a chance to ch- check the whole game out but they did it at villanova in philly man so rough night for philadelphia basketball <laughs> yeah for sure you know i love seeing villanova get smacked so <laughs> you gotta let it go man i won't you're like never you're like the kentucky fan that watches the christian Leitner shot now. i have to be like you're like the kentucky fan that's like it just grinds my gears. He stepped on that guy's chest before oh, he had the man. shot, and it's like Rick Pitino just guards Grant Hill, and I'm like, shut up. It's Get over hurt. it. It's going to hurt forever. Dude, it is, but like, come on. You know, it's one of the best games in in recent memory. It really is. Yeah. And like... doesn't help anything. I know. And Marcus Page had to hit the shot for that Chris game, Jenkins that... to hit the shot. I don't want to cry. Can we talk about more important things? Can we talk about my Michigan Wolverines right Yeah, now? we can go back yeah. to that. I'm sorry. Right. I like how... <laughs> Claim ownership. I like that. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm just trying to lose all my friends, apparently. It's fine. <laughs> you know, like, so, you know, I think for them, um, I was really worried about the Big Ten coming mm-hmm. into the season. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to see some front runners. I mean, some people step forward from that conference. I mean, we knew Michigan State was going to be good, even though they lost to Kansas. Mm-hmm. You know, they only dropped one spot in the AP pool. Yeah. Um, you know, Michigan's doing crazy good right now like we mentioned i know they're three and now they've started the year they didn't have a really tough opponent until now mm-hmm. and then um the romeo langford show in bloomington right now where he's got 20 points four Kid. rebounds kids incredible shooting eight of 13 from the field is taking it to number 24 marquette they're up 65 44 so between the three teams that we just mentioned right now in the big 10 because i don't think ohio state's going to be there this year no i don't think iowa's going to be good this year um, I'm you know Wisconsin beat Xavier last night and they could be good too. Yeah. Um, Ethan Happ is obviously a really good college basketball player. Right. So between those four teams I just mentioned, which one do you trust the most right now? Or which one do you trust? I mean, it's got to be in my opinion, it's got to be Michigan or something Michigan State. But something tells me Romeo Langford is going to be good enough to win twenty games for Indiana this year. Absolutely. He's. I think by the end of this year he's going to be the most efficient scorer. Well, yeah. Him and Matthews. <laughs> Zion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that doesn't count, though. He's so efficient. But, yeah, I mean, definitely Romeo. He, I've talked about it. He picks his spots. He's just tough. Tough all around, you know. Smart with the ball. Doesn't make turnovers or dumb turnovers. Well, knock on wood because I don't want to jinx my man. Is that real wood? That's fine. But I definitely, definitely, definitely think, to answer your question, Michigan would be the safest team. Yeah, I just... I don't know about state. I know state is good. Mm-hmm. I just you kind of know what you get with them. This whole like year in and year out. This whole I just 
Nick Ward's not good at basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Like tonight, he had four points. I mean, I mean, don't be wrong. They got guys I like. I really, really like Joshua Langford. Mm-hmm. He's a really good college basketball player. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I don't, you know. Yeah, Michigan. I think Michigan's a safe bet, and I, I do think that. And of course, is as like, I got Xavier Tillman. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. That's... He'll just give me twelve points off the bench. Sometimes that works though. But not over Nick Ward. And, like, I know I'm not the only college basketball podcaster that, that jokes with Nick Ward. Yeah. But, no, like, I know. last year you had Jaron Jackson Jr., who was really good. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he was like, oh, he just blossomed to a really good NBA player. Like, no, he was really good. Yeah. And, you know, him and Miles Bridges should have won the Big Ten by themselves. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I know Kata Bates Diop was incredible for Ohio State last year. You are the biggest fan. I love that dude. I know you do. Yeah. And then, you know, Michigan obviously has that crazy run, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Shout out Duncan Robinson. Your boy. Yeah. Shout out Dunk. Yeah. Okay, so I lean towards Michigan, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to be shocked if Wisconsin or Indiana make some noise. I... And I'm still not shocked if Michigan State does either. I think that those are probably the, those are probably the best four, mm-hmm. and then it kind of drops from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree. Albeit I haven't seen what anyone else has done. Yeah. You know, I know Ohio State beat UC last week, and they looked pretty good doing it. They did. But I don't really know if that was what we're going to expect from them. Right. So let me see as I pull up the big And we're still kind of learning where UC's at as well. Yeah, we are. And I think that that's that's really important because um, this is, you know, especially November basketball is ugly, Mm -hmm. especially in college ball. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially with now all these freshmen who are making an impact early. Yes. It's crazy. And, like, it's it, but it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love seeing these teams kind of early, and it's fun to kind of predict where they're going to be at at the end of the season. Yeah. So, what do we do? About ten minutes there on the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> it's a lot. I just got a push notification. We got to mention real quick. Okay. All right. So I don't know if you know this or not, but Duke has three really good basketball players that are freshmen. Four, really good freshman basketball players that are, you know, probably three of the top. Six picks in the NBA draft next year. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Tell me, stop me if you've heard this before. I think I have. Okay, so one of those is Zion Williamson. You heard of him? Mm, somewhat. Yeah, he's been mentioned a couple of times. Yeah, some people wonder if he's fat or not. <laughs> that dude's just a tank. He is. <laughs> they were talking about like what the elite athlete looks like now, and this dude literally looks like he could go walk up. <laughs> I know. On stage in a competition and win a bodybuilding competition right now. Yeah. I mean, his body fat is... And then throw down a 360 when he's done. Yeah. After he's just played a whole game. Right. Come on. So, Bleacher Report just sent this out. This is Zion Williamson's first three college basketball games. Oh, my gosh. 25.3 points a game, 10.6 rebounds. You just mentioned his efficiency. Try 82% from the field, 32 of 39. In three games, he has missed seven shots. That is absolutely ridiculous. And... They, they, they beat Kentucky, and he still can't shoot. <laughs> yeah, they beat Kentucky by thirty. Right, and he still did that. Unreal. Yeah, and I don't see it slowing down at all either. No, because he gets to the basket so easy. I know. It's crazy. It's nuts, isn't it? Do you think he can keep that up the whole the whole year? I mean, he's not going to shoot eighty three percent all year. But what if he does though? I mean, if he does, then he's the greatest college basketball player <laughs> of all time. <laughs> 
We could be witnessing greatness. Mm, I mean, we already are. I don't know, I know what you mean by, like, we could be. Like, this is... I don't know if we'll ever really see anything like this. You know what I mean? It's just... It's, oh, yeah. I mean, we'll always see, like, college basketball phenoms. But this he's just a different level. Everything he does is electric. Yeah. Everything. Rebounds are exciting with him. Yeah. Um, I do apologize. And when I mentioned those Big Ten teams, I did forget about Purdue. Yeah. And so... Okay, there's five teams in the, yeah. in the Big Ten, and then there's everyone else. Because Penn State's not going to be good. Yeah, they're, they're always a question mark. Iowa hosts Oregon tomorrow. Bull Bull's going to drop 20. 20 and 20. Yeah. And 10 blocks. <laughs> and some of them are going to be on accident. He's going to put his hand up. He's going to bounce off his wrist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 oof, heck, that kid is really good. He is very good. He's his, his skill is unreal. Yes. So... Needless to say, Duke ended up being number one in the country on the AP poll. Mm-hmm. Um, Deserving. Oh, absolutely. You know, they're great. Unreal. Yeah, so a little bit of moving around. Um, obviously, the biggest jump is Duke plus three, mm-hmm. going to number one from number four. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Kentucky dropping to eight. Mm-hmm. I mean, dropping eight spots to ten. Yeah. So, obviously, oh, I forgot about Buffalo. Buffalo's in the top 25. They dropped 12, they jumped 12 spots, man. Yeah. You know, what is Michigan going to jump at this week? One. <laughs> Duke? Oh, my God. What would Jalen Rose do if Duke was number one and Michigan was number two? Talk more shit. You know, we got the week after Thanksgiving, right? November November 28th. Michigan, North Carolina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We play a tough schedule. Like, we have a couple cakewalks and then... We got some tough games ahead of us. Yeah, I know. People are probably like, okay, Tim, we get it, Michigan and Duke. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, so so Kansas drops to two, Gonzaga stays at three. Mm-hmm. Virginia, Tennessee, Nevada, the Eric Musselman baby. Yep. Carolina, Nova, Auburn, Kentucky. Yep. Okay, so Michigan State drops out of the top, jumps out of the top ten. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Oregon's not in the top ten. Yeah, I don't know how either. I just, Okay. It know, shows, so Kentucky only being a 10 shows how much respect Duke has. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, do you want to talk about them real quick? Okay. Kentucky. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, you they're know. They're responding we, their identity. We were, we were out Friday night, and mm-hmm. we were kind of watching the game at the bar, and we were watching them play some Southern school. Illinois. Yeah, Southern Illinois, thank you, mm-hmm. who had Scottie Pippen's nephew on their team. Mm-hmm. And apparently, from what people told me that were at the game, he looks... Dead on Scottie Pippen. That's awkward. That would scare the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. All I need is him to wear like a 33 necklace. That would be sick. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so, they just, they struggled a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was a close game till about the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Which we kind of, we kind of saw coming. You know, they were, they started to pull away a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I just think they're trying to find their identity. They have, they have the pieces. I think it's just putting them together, figuring out you know the right rotations and everything. Yeah, um, I think your idea of having Hero come off the bench is a lot a lot better idea than what's going on right now. You know what? I also I also realized talking to all of my friends that are Kentucky fans, mm-hmm. I'm the only person in the world that likes Nick Richards. <laughs> <laughs> You've been on his team for a while, though. Yeah, so. I have. Like, so I know tonight he has no points and one rebound, killing it in 13 minutes played and two fouls. But you know, like. I just I think he's good. And 
you can you are more than welcome to have your opinion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is my hill that I my college basketball hill I'll die on. Yeah. You know like those people that still believe Jimmy Fredette can play in the NBA? <laughs> Nobody will ever get rid of that. <laughs> Just give it up. Look at the heroes efficient tonight though. Sixteen minutes. Actually got fourteen points. Kelton Johnson, ten and six. Ten and six. My boy Emmanuel Quickly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're playing North Dakota. They're up pretty big right now. Um, Which this is a good game for them. This is a huge game for them coming off those two, you know, those two games they just had. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously, you know, trying to recover from Duke. Mm -hmm. Um, They're showing their offensive firepower. You know, they're shooting well tonight. They're hitting, hold on, free throws. What? Free throws. Okay, I take back Emmanuel quickly stats because he has 10 points and 8 of them are from the line. (laughs) 81% from free throw. That's nice. What's Calipari doing? He must have heard our podcast. <laughs> Can we get it? I would love to have him on our podcast. He'd be amazing. Oh, my God. That'd be the best. It would. So their schedule coming after this, they, you know, they, it's a little easy till Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, VMI, Winthrop, Tennessee State, Monmouth, UNC Greensboro. Mm-hmm. Seton Hall, who I thought would be a lot better. Yeah. Um, they got smoked tonight by Nebraska. Yes, they did. Yeah. Um, they got Utah, the rematch of the 1999 NCAA, I mean, NCAA championship game. Hopefully Keith Van Horn's there. Get your TiVo ready. Yep. Keith Van Horn and Jeff Shepard just walk on the court, and I'm like, oh, my God. Do you think that uh, Keith wears the high socks? That'd be dope, wouldn't it? <laughs> Do you remember at one point Keith Van Horn was, like, the most efficient scorer in the NBA for, for, like, a year? He was so versatile. He was on the cover of NBA GM 99 on Nintendo 64. I remember that. Yes. Wow. And then, of course, they got Carolina. So they're going to have some time to kind of get this together. I don't think they'll lose any game by means in that stretch. Mm-mm, they shouldn't. But I still don't think even when we get to that point in December when they play North Carolina and Louisville mm-hmm. in the same week, Yeah, I don't know if they'll sell their identity. I don't know if this <clears throat> this might be one of those Calipari teams that the middle of February is when you see who they are. Mm-hmm. Which which is not a bad thing. You no. Know, being a Carolina fan, we've dealt with this a lot. You know? Right. We usually have teams that are traditionally pretty well, but then you know we have some... <laughs> Traditionally, we have some hiccups early on in the season, and then everybody, you know, who's a fan is like, "Oh no, Carolina's not going to get it together." But eventually, you find your identity. You know, with these coaches, I've been super critical, but Cal will figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they'll be a totally different team around tournament time. They always are. Yeah. Um, these kids, you know, they are. And something with the Kentucky, you always talk about. They're always going to be young, so it's always going to be an adjustment. Yeah, for sure. And by the way. I don't know how much Tennessee basketball you've watched. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, they're tough. So Grant Williams mm-hmm. is really good. Yeah. Friggin' Kyle Alexander's a senior this year. Great leadership for them. Yeah, um, they play eight guys, mm-hmm. and I mean Georgia Tech looked pretty good in their first game. Mm-hmm. And I mean I, I know people. A lot of people like to make fun of Josh Pastner. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, he's fine for sure. Um, but you know, I was really impressed with Tennessee, and then of course, next week is their their la- their next game. They host Louisville. Pray for Chris Mack. This is a rebuilding year. Yes, Louisville, stick with the man. Hey, they're two and zero. They got Vermont, Vermont on Friday. Oh, and then they don't have a. Oh my God, they play Tennessee and Michigan State back to back. That's good. That is good. That's really good. Do you think Louisville's a tournament team? No. 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 I mean. You know, you have to win. Okay, you have to be able to beat Tennessee, Michigan State, or Indiana to mm-hmm. make or Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Like those are your four non-conference games, mm-hmm. and then kind of go from there. Are they better than Miami? We don't know yet. 
Right. I think they're better than Pitt. Mm-hmm. Are they better than Carolina? No. They're probably better than Boston College. Yeah. Are they better than Georgia Tech? No. No. NC State. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what state has. Yeah, I don't really either. Actually, I don't care. I really don't care. I'm I'll say yes because I hate NC State. Yeah. Okay. And then this is their like this is their five game stretch. Oh my god! This is a seven game stretch they have in conference play. Carolina at home. Mm-hmm. Go to Virginia Tech. Go to Florida State. Come home for Duke. Come home for Clemson. Go to Syracuse. Come home for Virginia. Damn. Damn. Get your wins now. Yeah. Win one of those four. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to make your your bracket look nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when you lose Notre Dame March 3rd, like, <laughs> sorry about your luck. Yeah. Yeah? I'm kidding. Hey, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, like we said, it's going to be a growing year. Absolutely. That's, that's. I mean, I, li- I like that for Chris Mack. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know if he's himself. had that challenge. I mean, he hasn't had that challenge in a long time. Not like that. No. And, like, his... You know, he's got a lot of young kids, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's got a lot of veterans that just weren't, like, that great. Yeah. Yeah, and, for sure. I mean, what's what's his name? Stephen Enoch coming from Connecticut? Yeah. He was, you know, he's a, he's a, is he a grad transfer? Maybe. Yeah. And then, of course, Darius Perry's still there. Mm-hmm. I remember watching Darius Perry at the NIT and being like, oh my god, he's really good. Mm-hmm. Albeit he was playing Northern Kentucky. Right. Who's good, you know, might yeah. be better than some MAC teams, honestly. For sure. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. And it's ACC, man. Anything's possible. Yeah, and that's why I don't think Duke's going to go undefeated. No, there's no... I, I was talking to somebody and they were arguing with me, but there's no... Well, I don't want to say no way, but it's going to be very hard. Yes. I, I said it to somebody earlier. I think that North Carolina is actually going to split one and one regular season. Mm-hmm. We match up very well with them. I mean, they. their biggest thing is if they can get their bench guys shooting the way they have been, then they're scary. Yeah. I know uh, Kyle has like full on like jumped on the Duke bandwagon, which is fine. I think there's gonna be a lot of people. Who, Dude, they're fun to watch. They are fun to watch. They're fun to watch. Like we're gonna talk about them every week. We have to because yeah. there's gonna Zion's gonna like somehow figure out how to rip a rim off <laughs> something. But they're a fun team. My Tar Heels are extremely fun as well. They are. So which... last night, well, mm-hmm. no, I'm sorry, Monday night they played Stanford. Mm-hmm. They looked very good. They did. Second half, Roy was very critical. I love Roy right now because he's setting the tempo for the whole season. Yeah. He's not happy with what they're doing right now. What are your worries about this team? Perimeter defense. Okay. Um, as always. Um, guard play. Kobe's kind of figuring everything out right now. Seventh is doing okay, but people in Tar Heel land are like, oh, you know, who's going to start whatever? It's Kobe White. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, our shooting – Needs to be there. Kenny Williams is going to be a big factor. He's been kind of having some Is he up and the down. son of Kenny Williams? Hmm? Is he the son of the original Kenny Williams? We actually... No. Oh, okay. Not the one that was from North Carolina that played for the Rockets? That played for the Rockets in the 90s and won the title back-to-back? Back? Kenny Smith. Oh, Kenny Smith. My bad. My bad. <laughs> we do have his son, though. Oh, I thought he was... Yeah, yeah we have the Jets' son. Um... Which he's getting garbage minutes right now, but he's going to be pretty good. Um, we got Leaky Black. Is he better than Brad Calipari? <laughs> I think you're better than Black. Brad Calipari. <laughs> <laughs> Should I take that as a compliment? It is, yeah. Okay. You're a D1. Is he even a walk-on? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're... I don't think he... <laughs> I guess he's technically a scholarship, if you, yeah, if you think about it in that hindsight. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but Cam Johnson's playing 
out of his mind right now. Mm-hmm. Probably our most efficient scorer. I'm, and then my guy Nas. Yeah. This kid has it all. Love play defense. I think I was telling you there's a loose ball foul or loose ball play um, in the first half. Didn't even matter. Kid dives on the floor with three other the the other team, three other players from the other team. Gains possession, gets up, gets a crowd hype. How many five star recruits do you see do that? Yeah, it's it's crazy. I just love his his. I love his whole game. I do too. I, I mean, I definitely like he was definitely a guy. I'm not gonna like act like I've I've followed him since mm-hmm. like my first impression was McDonald's All American game, and he blew me out of the water. How oh yeah, he was yeah. And that's really like <laughs> I think when we played Duke, he's gonna he is gonna try his hardest to shut down Zion. Yeah. It's just the other players that we have to worry about, too. Oh, but, for sure. But I do. I mean, I'm going to stick behind. As long as we stay healthy, we're going to be, at the very least, a Final Four team. Which is a biased opinion, but I definitely <laughs> do <laughs> genuinely think we're going to be that good. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think they can be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I, I want to see the... Tennessee North Carolina game. I want to mm-hmm. just because I want to see Auburn play that team because oh, I like Auburn a lot. Of Auburn, tough nosed, like uh, just just Bruce Pearl. If Bruce Pearl does not get in his own way, yeah, they can be really really good. They're very very scary. Yeah, like I'm not for certain Kentucky is the best team in the SEC. No, I, I would agree. Tennessee is better. I think Auburn's better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think LSU looked pretty good last night against Memphis. Memphis threw a lot at them, mm-hmm. and they still beat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Memphis. Penny's undefeated uh, career at Memphis is over. <laughs> Might it rest in peace? Yeah, it was a good run. Yes, definitely a good run. Okay, I'm trying to look at for like a UCLA game because I need to talk about them, and like they don't play for like a week and a half. They play Michigan State next week in the Las Vegas Invitational. No. Nah. So there is some talk right now. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this or not, but people don't love Steve Alford. Yeah. So there's... They've been disappointed with him for a while. Yes. So there's a lot of people that are kind of nervous about... Okay, so they literally... They play Friday against... <laughs> SFPA. Yeah. <laughs> so the name that kind of keeps coming up is that potentially having that job, Eric Musselman from Nevada. Oh, wow. The must bus, as hmm. some people like to call him. Ripping T-shirts, screaming in the crowd. I'm pretty sure that like if they won, if they get to the final four, he will crowd surf in an arena. He'll probably. I can see him cutting like a WWE promo. I think he has. <laughs> I mean, a super like Ric Flair esque. I don't see how people can't like him though. He's fun. He's really fun. He's fun. Yeah, so I think he'd be great for UCLA. I mean, not that I want to see Steve Alford get fired, but... Gotta produce. Yeah. I thought Steve Alford should have taken the Indiana job. Yeah. Well... Yeah, but Archie's got to do really good things there. He's got Romeo. Yes. <laughs> With Romeo, there is a way. There is, for sure. I am so excited for that friggin' Duke game. Yeah. Like, I can't <laughs> I don't even think it's going to be a good game. I think no. that Duke's just going to run them out the gym. <laughs> How many points do you think he scores in that game? Um, All of them <laughs> for Indiana? You're going to have to. Yeah, but if joking, I mean, then probably about 18. Yeah. So, like, right now in that game to kind of check up, he's got 20, but it's looking like they're kind of relaxing now. Yeah. Because they got Marquette done. Mm-hmm. Another Big E school. <laughs> Losing the Big Ten schools. Yep. God. It's okay. 
Xavier. That was rough. So I've watched three games now. Mm-hmm. With Xavier? Yeah. And, because... Give three positives, three negatives. Okay. Three positives. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Jones. <laughs> Love him. He's really all, good. Is he all three? Um, <laughs> Paul Scruggs. I think Paul Scruggs has really made this crazy jump from freshman to sophomore year. Mm-hmm. You know, when Edmund Sumner left, I was nervous. And then, you know, everything I heard was like, don't worry, you got Paul Scruggs. Mm-hmm. And you're starting to see that now. Okay. Um, I hope Sumner, you know, I, Sumner is one of my favorite Xavier players. When he tore his ACL, I was very upset. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, it's all players right now. It's individual performances. Zach Hankins. Yeah. He was a grad transfer. Okay. So when Tyreek Jones sits out, Zach Hankins comes in. Mm-hmm. And that dude is... This huge white guy that has cornrows that just slams on the rim. Wow. Love it. I he love like it. he threw down this alley oop in the game Saturday against Evansville, looked immediately at the student section and like did this like crazy thing with his hands. Oh, so he's gonna be fun. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's like your sixth man that just like it's just like a microwave, just energy starter. That's awesome. Yeah. You gotta have that guy. Yeah. And I still think I still think this team is kind of putting it together, too, because it is a lot of new guys. Mm-hmm. It's hard to lose Trayvon Blue and J.P. Makira and Kaiser Gates. And um, another big piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy. Yeah. I don't want to say his name. I'm sure it hurts. No, 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 no. Not at all, man. Yeah. So um, when I went to One Shining Pod, they made this joke that's 100% true. <laughs> it was that Xavier fans brag about the fact that coaches leave them to go to bigger programs. <laughs> So, you know, I'm like, well, you know, Skip Prosser, you know, he went to Wake Forest, you know, <laughs> Sean Miller, he dropped $100,000 for DeAndre Ayton and tried to pay 150000 I don't talk about him, I <laughs> know, uh, actually, like, Sean Miller's my least favorite Xavier coach in that group. Uh, yeah. So, He's scum. that year that he had Lori Markin in, and Xavier beat them in the Sweet 16, mm-hmm. is the my favorite Xavier win of all time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I remember, like... I know you've talked about that yes, a couple of times. Yes. And, you know, it got Laurie Markin into the Chicago Bulls because people didn't think he could rebound, so... Well, there you go. Yeah. I'll take it. It's a win-win for Tim. Absolutely. Um, but, all right, the negatives. Defense, mm-hmm. kind of important. Yeah. Free throws, kind yep. of important. Mm-hmm. Making baskets? Yeah. Um, I think you got to do that to win basketball games. I think that's kind of important. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they don't do any of that. <laughs> So, it's going to be a long year. Yeah, it's going to be a rough year. Yeah. You know, this isn't, like, I just, I don't see any way that there's, like, the Chris Mack saving on this team yet. I really like Travis Steele, and I really like what they did in their signing day today. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just, I'm nervous as hell about this team. Yeah. Like, Friday, like, Monday is the first game in Maui. They play Auburn. Mm. Oof. Good test, though. Yeah. Good early test. Yeah. And I am not anticipating that game at all. No. Because as much as I like Tyreek Jones and Zach Hankins as a center combo, mm-hmm. <laughs> that team beat Washington by 22. They're so good. Yeah, and they beat Mississippi College, whoever the hell that is. That's an exhibition game, they said. Yeah. Bryce Brown, really good ball player. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. I just, I don't, I still feel like Xavier makes a tournament. Okay. But I feel like they're probably about a 10 seed. Okay. Compared to literally last year, they were a one seed. So sad. Yeah. But, you know. To be expected. Right. It's college basketball so year to year. It is. Definitely is. And I think that people kind of like, you know, like, well, Villanova's won two of the last three. I'm like, did you see how they won one of those? 
Like literally, you know, and the year they lost in that in the middle of that, they lost in the second round. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of a, you know, it's kind of crazy like that. Would one say an elbow to the throat bad? <laughs> yes. Yes. Craziest play you've ever seen? Up there. I'm segueing definitely straight into that. <laughs> that is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yes. There's no context behind it. No. You just literally see this dude. What 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 teams were these? Because I don't know if anybody if you haven't seen this video, it's crazy. Um It's a kid named I guess Kiwan Platt intentionally elbows another kid named Nate Tanaglia in the face during a college basketball game. Yes. To break it down, kid shooting a three pointer. Fitchburg State. <laughs> Unreal. But kid shooting a three in the corner. Kid comes out of nowhere. After the shot. Wasn't even like a Right, contest. it wasn't like it was like an accident. Nothing. Dude comes straight up and throws one of the most vicious UFC elbows I've ever seen in my entire life at this kid and just cleans this kid. Oof. The, was it Kiwan? He obviously got suspended, but he actually got kicked out of school too. Yeah, he got kicked I out mean, of school. That's nuts. That's insane. I can't wait for some context to come behind it, because I've never seen anything like that. Hopefully there is context. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, that was, yeah, that's... Uh, Hate to see that, yeah. Um, So, what was I going to say? Um, Yeah, that's just... Okay. No place for it. Right, so we got one more bad thing we got to talk about, and then we got to end this hut with some good thing. Yes. So... Um, you know, the NCAA has these like rules that are logical and make sense. Mm-hmm. No, no. All right. So for those who are probably just checking out the show because they listen to our NBA network mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out who they need to look forward to for the draft, which is probably a decent amount of the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, the university of Pitt were really terrible last year. Mm-hmm. They had this coach named Kevin Stallings. For those mm-hmm. Kentucky fans out there, you probably remember him from his days at Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not win a single conference game last year. At one point, they played the University of Virginia, and at halftime, they were down 49-7. to And that's not a football game, folks. It's not. No. So, there was a player for the University of Pitt by the name of Marcus Carr. And he goes, ugh, this is not right. I don't want to play here anymore. So, before Stallings gets fired and all this stuff, he announces he wants to transfer. And he decides to go transfer to... The University of Pitt. Go play for Jeff Caples. Hmm. You know, the ultimate um, recruiter. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So the master. Right. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Not not he left Pitt before Jeff Caples got hired. Mm-hmm. My bad. Had that yeah. wrong. And he decides to go to <laughs> the Gophers of Minnesota, who are coached by young Richard Patino. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not laughing. If you listen to this show, you know what I'm getting at. There. Right. Um, so, uh, Marcus Carr tries to put in the waiver to be able to play. And, you know, there's some places, some circumstances where the NCAA will allow a player to skip sitting out his first year, which is the stupidest rule ever. I hate that rule so That's much. so dumb. Yeah. Um, and so the NCAA says that he had, he was, he, they're not going to grant it to him because he has, quote unquote, student athlete welfare. What the fuck does student athlete welfare mean? 
Like what? What? I've never heard that before. Like no. So this is just stupid. Like it wasn't like he left Kentucky because he wasn't playing. Yeah. It wasn't like he left Duke because they just had too many guys. He left because that program sucked. Yeah. And he hasn't been able to practice. And you know it's it's so stupid. It's not fair. No. You know, and hmm. so it's it's just like I. I'm so tired of these cases with the NCAA because this is part of the reason why a lot of people don't care about college sports. Absolutely. You know, it's just dumb things like this. And I don't blame them. I don't have a defense. Yeah. It upsets me. It makes everybody, anybody who's involved in it or who is or who even is interested, it's a problem. Yeah. Like, you and I, we've been around people who are Division One athletes. Yeah. Like, we've gotten to know some people who are mm-hmm. Division One athletes. Absolutely. And, like, you know, the NCAA has such this, this ultimate black eye. Mm-hmm. And they don't do anything to fix it. Like they don't put makeup over it. Yeah. They don't like you know try to like no. put some put a bag of ice on it. Mm-mm. That's like we're gonna sit here with this black guy and we're gonna fucking show our battle scars. Yeah. And deal with it. Yep. And it's so stupid. Well, I don't I, student welfare. I don't even understand what that means. That means nothing. Yeah. That was a made up term. Yeah. They were like, um, we can't say. No, without um, student athlete welfare. Yes, yep. student athlete welfare. That's what we're good. calling. It? Okay, cool. That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds that. right. Like, you know, and I think I could probably I've made the point twice already, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna kind of do this for emphasis. But I just he left because it was a shitty program that mm-hmm. was getting worse. Right. He left because he watched them lose to Virginia by ridiculous amounts. Mm-hmm. Um, he left because they scored 32 points in a college basketball game last year. Like you said, not a football game. Right. <laughs> and, you know, he wanted to kind of go be somewhere he could be competitive. And don't get me wrong, I think anytime you want to go fix your career and you go play for someone named Patino, that's probably not the best move. <laughs> but. Unless there's a bag involved. Yes. Or, you know. Strippers. Some friends. <laughs> um, but I just. It's really sad. There needs to be some some changes done yeah because you remember there was that kid that played football like he i guess he like went to a division i think a one double a school mm-hmm. and he was in the marines mm-hmm. and he played in an intramural football league at school mm-hmm. so they said he can't play right <laughs> they took his eligibility because he played an intramural team that's nuts yeah i don't see where that's different from like shit how many times do we hear about kids that are playing division one basketball that play in pickup games with nba players we have them here right I mean, it happens all the time. Yeah, like, it's. Just... I mean, there was that one summer where KD was at UK, and mm-hmm. they were all playing, like, all the college kids were playing against him in pickup games. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, Hamadou Diallo was playing against Kevin Durant in New York last year in yeah. a pickup game before he was playing at Kentucky. And he was enrolled at Kentucky because he had done the thing where he, like, went half a semester early. Mm-hmm. It's so dumb. There just needs to be changes. Yeah. All right. Last topic. Uh, this is kind of one that people are kind of going around a lot about. I'm mm-hmm. um, curious because you put a poll up on it. Mm-hmm. So the conversation right now is obviously about you know these Duke players, and we're going to talk about them all year, and we know it. And if you get tired of it, I'm sorry. This sorry. is this is what college basketball is right now. Absolutely. Um, so of the three being Reddish, Williamson, and Barrett, mm-hmm. you know we talked a lot about how Reddish is like kind of like okay, cool, he's there. But I'm like Reddish is really freaking good. Still a good player. Yeah, he's really damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, a lot of people are kind of leaning towards one and two being Bear and Williams and Williamson, depending where you go. Mm-hmm. So you brought up the question of 
if you're starting an NBA team and you have the first pick of an expansion draft, mm-hmm. which of these guys are you taking to bring your team, mm-hmm. bring your team to the league? Mm-hmm. My personal one or vote is definitely RJ. Same. Definitely RJ. Um, on the poll, actually, it's eleven to one for RJ. Really? Yeah. So here's why I th- I was kind of kind of in- interested. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of really stuck out to me about it was, and like I I think. I don't think you can go wrong by any means. So this mm-hmm. isn't like a, yeah. I like RJ more than I like Zion. Mm-hmm. Um, We're it's, talking about right now starting a franchise and building it around. Exactly. And I think what's really interesting about that is I'm kind of shocked a lot of people aren't taking Zion, not just because of the highlight reel and everything, but mm-hmm. if your team draft Zion Williamson, you put him in your team's jersey, you put him on a billboard, mm-hmm. season tickets are sold out. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's, high, it's off of hype. Oh, for sure. And... My take on it, RJ's the more complete player. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zion's definitely getting some... I mean, okay, that's not fair. I'm going to take that back before I say it. Those two are really benefiting off each other in, the, in, the, in good ways. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of seeing them both, mm-hmm. like the ins and outs of their games. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm actually getting ready to start watching the uh, ESPN series soon. Mm-hmm. I've heard that's amazing. So, yeah, I'm all in for like hard knock style stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, the biggest thing that I've taken away from RJ Barrett, aside from him scoring, aside from you know everything that he does good, um, his leadership. Yeah. I mean, he has a hold of that team, and it's impressive. It is. Um, and, I mean, who's to say if Zion wasn't... And this is before we watched The Brotherhood. Absolutely. Like, so we don't really know. Right. And if you look at, you know, if, if Zion would have went to Clemson, is he that leader for them? Whatever. Maybe he doesn't need that role right now. Maybe, right. Maybe he is playing well because he's feeding off of RJ and everything like that. But I just think RJ, his game right now transitions better to the NBA if you're starting an actual franchise to build Zion's going to be good. I mean, as soon as he gets there, he's going to be good. But I yeah. think he's going to be very good as far as development. Once that's his full-time job, he's going to be terrifying. If you put Zion Williamson in Atlanta with Trey Young, as Trey Young starts to get better, mm-hmm. and then Zion Williamson goes there and he's getting better, and you have John Collins and he's getting better, mm-hmm. that's pretty fun. It is. What position do you think Zion plays? Because Gilbert Arenas was talking about this, and he doesn't. he says he's not as impressed with Zion, as far as his transition Shocking. to the NBA, he's got some good takes. And he's saying that he's not really as tall as people are saying. Right. So he's going to be guarding players like Westbrook and people like that, and that's where he's going to struggle a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's going to get his buckets, but he's also going to get, you know, he's running around with those players. I mean, I think all three of them, you can make a kiss that they're all small forwards. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Yeah. But then small forward, look who... <laughs> LeBron, Durant. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think that the way basketball is kind of transitioning now, it is you have to be able to play multiple positions. Yeah. You have to be. Also, I just don't want any of these kids to go play for the Cavaliers. No. I hope the Cavaliers just don't have that happen. Yeah. And, you know, like, you've seen my house. I've mm-hmm. got Cavalier stuff here. Absolutely. Well. You know. Yeah. Obvious reasons. <laughs> but, like, I... Uh, they don't... You don't develop... Like LeBron developed himself, right? Yeah. If you're a number one draft pick, uh, traditionally, I mean Kyrie, whatever, you don't go there to develop, right? It's very sad. Hello, Anthony Bennett. <laughs> what? That's actually kind of crazy because they had similar games coming out of high school. Yeah. 
That's crazy. So I um, but yeah, I think for me too, I lean towards R.J. Barrett. Um, I mm-hmm. just think that overall, everything he brings, mm-hmm. and I think he's. I mean, they're they're. I you can make the case all three are transitional talents. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people were kind of like in the like kind of shitting on this draft. It's like a seven guy draft probably. Yeah, those three: Little, Langford, mm-hmm. um, Bulbul. Yeah, and then. Who would the seventh guy be? Seventh Woods. Seventh Woods. <laughs> not Luke May. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look this up real quick. For sure not Luke May. He's been playing okay, though. Dude, he's the best player in the country. As some would say. Yes. I'm not good ever not going to make that joke, just so we're clear. And I'm not never... <laughs> not going to talk about how much I don't like him. <laughs> oh, duh. Quentin Grimes from oh, Kansas. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I... I I don't love Kelvin Johnson enough yet to Mm-mm. put him there. Who leaves from their team this year? I, I mean, I would say we need to get one of our Kentucky friends here. Yeah, least, like we should do that next week. Yeah, absolutely. I bet if, I bet I can call one call any of our friends and be like, "Hey, will you just come talk with us for a bit?" Yeah, for sure. And they'll be down. Um, hmm. I think Kelvin Johnson definitely leaves. I think Emmanuel quickly is going to leave. Okay. And I think Nick Richards is going to leave. I think that it's a draft where they have to. I don't think I don't know if Nick Richards is going to go to the NBA, but I think he's going to leave. He's going to come on the pod with us, dude. I'd, I'd love it. <laughs> he would be. He'd be sitting with his biggest fan. I know. I'd be like, bro, I got your back. Yeah, you have. Yeah, no one can take that away from me. That's the hill I'll die on. I, yeah. So I do have one more thing. I don't know if you've seen. Okay. It's about, and I hate talking about him, Lamella Ball. Oh yeah. Have you seen any of the from like some of the stuff that's come out about his team and all that? So teams don't want to play him because he's accepted a salary. Yeah. Well, that's the weird thing I was trying to figure out because he was like he put out a list of schools he wanted to go to, and I went, "You can't go there, bro." How? But I, it's it's a weird thing. But like, why are teams? I think even Oak Hill was one of the teams that pulled out and don't play them. Like, I don't understand why. I would want to embarrass him. Yeah, I think it's because they're kind of scared that he has a seven-seven teammate. <laughs> Have you seen Yes. That? Yes. <laughs> He's like a walking stick figure. He is. He isn't. He's got some game, though. Mm. You know. Yeah. I'm not going to make fun of a high school kid. I'm sorry. But, like, <laughs> you know, I feel bad for him because, but, yeah, I don't. <sighs> it's a, it's just a weird thing. I think that would be a cool story to kind of follow, too, though. Yeah, know, I'm what... sure we will as much as I don't want to. Yeah, I know. Like, I, made... well, I thought it was interesting. I made the rule last year on Forty Eight Minutes. I was like, "We're not talking about, we're not talking about Levar yeah, at all. His no. name will not be mentioned in our pod." Can't talk about him. But yeah, I mean, kind of relevant with Melo. So he listed can he's listed Duke, North Carolina, and Kentucky as his three schools. Oh, that's the schools that he wants to go to. Yes, he's interested in. Yes. <laughs> so what, what a very what ball case, thing to do. <laughs> what case is he going to have? I oh my god. I would love to see him go to Kentucky because I would love to see Calipari punch him in the mouth. Oh yeah, like kind of like Levar Ball telling Calipari how to coach his team mm-hmm. would be amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't see a case that one, they literally released a shoe called the Lamelo Balls. Yeah. Two, he played for the JBA, which was supposed like which was a salary. Yeah. He played in Lithuania. Lithuania. Yep. Salary. Salary. So this is like. Almost Enos Cantor all over again without mm-hmm. crappy, you know. Yeah. 
Is he the first player of the G League? <laughs> he might be. I think um, I think someone's going to take a chance on him. So I don't think I think he's I think he's good. You know I think uh, his handles are pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. He's gotten taller. Yeah, more athletic. But I don't love him per yeah. se. It's like like when I watch like. I think potentially this isn't he's fair. Be, I think he's going to be the best ball out of them all, though. Yeah, I think so. Too. Like this isn't fair at all. Like I don't think he's Romeo Langford. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's not like, though. Like I don't think he's. I don't think he's Ashton Higgins. No. He might be, but I don't see it yet. Mm-mm. No, but it's going to be fun to, fo- to to follow. Yeah. All right, man. So next week we got some fun games to look forward to. Um, some predictions. Yeah, I guess so. Rapid fire. Go. All right. <laughs> so we'll start. We'll start from the... From, so this year goes up Fridays. Mm-hmm. So we will start with Saturday. Uh, we'll start with Saturday games. Okay. Actually, all the games Saturday suck. <laughs> okay. So Auburn Xavier. Auburn. Auburn. Clemson Akron. Clemson. Duke San Diego State. San Diego State. We've had no competitive games yet. Yeah. Kansas Marquette preseason NIT. Kansas. Louisville Tennessee. I'm going with the upset with Louisville. Are you? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your reasoning? I like Chris Mack. <laughs> I do too. But... Yeah. I'm just going with that. Yeah. Um, ooh, I actually like this game a lot. Your boys mm-hmm. going to Texas and playing Shaka Smart's team, who's really winning some games. Us. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Steve Alford and UCLA against Michigan State? Michigan State. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, and that's basically until the next time we record. Okay. Those will probably be the biggest ones. Yep. All right, man. So uh, we're going to go and wrap up this week's edition of At Large Bid, the NCAA basketball podcast here on the 48 Minutes Network as I take a big stretch. Oh, that felt good. Um, so be sure to check us out this week. I know... Um, with the next week being Thanksgiving, it's going to be a little jerky and a little bit more difficult, but we're going to try to get everything up for you like we normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are checking out the show for the first time, be sure to check out all the other shows on our network. Give us a subscription, whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find your podcast. It's not SoundCloud, basically. And you'll check out on this RSS feed to get all three shows. So 48 Minutes, Shot Collars with Kyle and Ben, and then our show here at Large Bib. And feel free to give us a review on iTunes and also tell us what you want to hear so we're working on getting some guests together mm-hmm. you know this is definitely a show that's a work in progress we're having a lot of fun doing it talking college ball so mm-hmm. that's it everyone have a good one if you know can't wait to do this again next week I can't fight this